This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. Welcome to Talking Travel on 2NURFM 103.7. I'm Jane Klein. Sally Lucas is with me again. And Sally, we're cruising along today. And can cruise ships get any bigger, Jane? That's what I'd like to know. I mean, it's you just wonder how much further they can go. So what I'm going to talk about today is specifically one of the uh, well, Royal Caribbean line is just in the middle of um, or towards the end of a new vessel being built for them, and it's going to be called the Oasis of the Seas. And it's being built in a shipyard in Turku in Finland, on the southwest coast of Finland. It's got 2,000 workers working on it, and they're just at the moment putting the finishing touches to what is said to be the largest cruise ship in the world. Um, now, they've had sea trials happening already, so this is mainly the interior fit out they're doing now, and it's due to be handed over to its owners very soon. It's doing its first cruise, as well, it's going to be based in the Caribbean to start with, and it's doing its first cruise out of Fort Lauderdale in Florida in early December, and that'll be going to um, St. Thomas, Phillipsburg in St. Martin, Nassau in the Bahamas, and so on. But, I mean, I just was reading some of the on this, Jane, and I'm just thinking, wow, it just looks oh, a picture of it. I mean, you just can't Sally's believe eyes it. Are a gog. <laughs> I'm just looking at it, I'm thinking, well, we wouldn't fit it in Sydney Harbour, that's for sure, um, under the bridge anyway. Um, but it's it's 50% bigger than any other cruise ship, they're saying, out there in the moment. Well, and that is amazing. <laughs> well, that is amazing. And they've used all sorts of architects and engineers and everything. It's, if people understand length and can try and visualise this, it's 360 metres long. And 65 metres wide. Gosh. So it's, it's got a capacity of 6,300 passengers. That's huge. You wouldn't <laughs> run out of friends, would you? And 2,165 crew. Mm. So that's, you know, that's over 8,000, nearly 9,000 people on board that vessel if it was to capacity. I it's, mean, it's like a whole <laughs> building block, isn't it? Well, it is. It's, it's a whole city, of... isn't it, on its own virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got 2,706 staterooms, some of which span two decks and feature floor-to-ceiling windows with ocean, ocean views. They've got 12,000 plants on board, including 56 trees, some more than seven metres tall. The activities on board, they've got surfing. They've got one of those you know, wave-making machines for people to go surfboarding and surfing. Um, which is just amazing. Scuba diving, ice skating, of course, a shopping mall, needless to say. You would never get to meet anybody at the other end, would you? <laughs> yeah. If you were aft and someone else was forward, never the twain would meet, I would imagine. Indeed. <laughs> but among some of the other attractions, they've got an aqua theatre pool 5.4 metres deep, two rock climbing walls, of course, the obligatory casino, 21 swimming pools and jacuzzis. I mean, your average ship's got two these days. Swimming pools. Mm, that's astounding. A mm. carousel and ice rink, theme bars and restaurants, high end shops, a nightclub, a bar that ascends three decks, a wedding chapel, <laughs> uh, a jogging track, library, roaming entertainers. An entertainment also includes stunt divers, swimmers, and actors performing in the 50 metre wide outdoor pool and an amphitheatre designed to seat 500 guests. How do you think <laughs> they'd cope with buskers if you took your guitar along? <laughs> I just can't believe it all. I just think it's just going to be one of the... They're saying it's one of the most stable ships they've ever built as well. Um, and they're saying that, that size has, has not been an issue. It's been able to actually help them make a safer, more stable vessel. But I just... Yeah, they've even got high fog um, misters and smoke and heat detectors and high fog water mist, fire extinguishing systems, 
three doctors, five nurses and a medical assistant, 18 lifeboats. And I'm just thinking, was 18 lifeboats enough to get uh, nearly 9,000 people off? They must They're be, probably pretty big They too. must be massive lifeboats. Yes. Or rescue vessels, as they prefer to call them. But they each say see, see 370 people with a toilet on board. Oh, I gosh, mean, isn't yes, that just... That a, is astounding. <laughs> I mean, I just think, surely there can't be another one built that's going to be any bigger than that. Bigger and better, no Bigger doubt. and better. That's what we all seem to be doing in this day, isn't it? Seeing if we can all produce something bigger and better than before. It seems to be. On 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Sally Lucas... Where are we cruising off to now? Cruising again, Jane. This time we're talking about a vessel that is considered by her owners anyway, and maybe some other people who have travelled on her, the world's most beautiful ship. And this is the company, Italian company MSC Cruises, and it's the vessel Splendida. And Sophia Loren is is the person who always, um, you know, um, cracks the bottle of champagne and Gets, the, gets their ships off to a, a running start. Now, the ma- the company who owns it, or the family that owns it, is Aponte is their name, and the, the matriarch of the family, and Mrs. Aponte, she, she actually is really involved in the fit-out of these ships, and they say she's quite amazing. Since 2003, this particular family has popped out a new ship at the rate of almost one a year, making it the world's largest modern fleet, and they've currently got 10 ships in their fleet. They used to only be a cargo company, and they decided to branch out into um, cruising, but affordable cruising, so even though the ships are quite spectacular, the prices aren't. So, which is a good thing. So it's in grand Italian style. This latest ship apparently went right over budget, the Splendida. And that's because Mrs. Aponte apparently can't help being extravagant. But there's obviously no shareholders to answer to, I'd say maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But she's involved in all aspects of the ship's design and she selects every piece of furniture, every colour, every piece of material, every piece of art. Now this ship has 18 decks. 1,637 cabins, and it's 333 metres long, so it's almost as Fair long size. As, yeah, and 67 metres wide, so it's a little bit wider than the previous one we were talking about. But apparently the piece de resistance is the main reception area, and it's got two sweeping staircases of Shirovsky crystal. Wow. And the 72 steps glitter with apparently $40,000 worth of of crystals, that's on each step. So 72 times that, it's $2.8 million worth of crystal steps. Mm. I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it? A good place to store your superannuation, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the, the, um, it's considered, the, the actual, as I said, the actual piece de resistance of that particular one. And it's even got panoramic glass elevators that whisk people up and down in this main atrium area. And even the grand piano sparkles with 20,000 Swarovski crystals as well. So it's it's just hard to believe as well, isn't it? We're talking about ships that are a little bit hard to, to um, imagine. But it's a very um, affordable vessel to go on, as I did say. But again, you've got um, five swimming pools on this one, so not as many as the other, 12 whirlpool baths, 18 bars and lounges. Um, there's, they've got a lovely, uh, what they call the purple jazz bar, and there's the Lenoteca wine bar, um, library, of course, uh, and lots of celebrity performers. They've even had Jose Carreras on board performing. So, you know, you're not getting second class 
as far as food, service, etc. is concerned. And also um, they've got movies, of course, all those sort of things. And they've got 99 suites in an exclusive area of the ship which come with marble bathrooms with a full-size bath, fluffy robes, slippers, a pillow menu, etc., Egyptian cotton sheets, a personal butler. So you can go from, if you want, you can go for the suite and have the best or there is very affordable cabins on board as well. And they basically do um, Mediterranean cruises um, and obviously doing Italy, France, Spain, um, Tunisia, Malta, Greece, and even far down as Israel and Egypt. So just consider them. And the one good thing with MSC cruises, the bonus, is children are always free. So as long as they're travelling in the same cabin with their parents. So just keep that in mind if you're going with family, because um, that would be a wonderful way to you know, introduce children to some of these wonderful parts of the world, and it's not costing you a penny and... They're getting everything for nothing, their meals, the whole lot. So, Well, in the Mediterranean too, don't most of the cruise ships uh, travel during the night so yes. that you spend a lot That's of the, the days? That's the good thing about it. You're not doing like ocean cruising, long ocean cruising, where a lot of your time is you know, three or four days or even six if you're crossing Atlantic, for example, at sea before you reach land again. So you're, you're, on, you're ashore every day, basically. So that's the good thing about cruising and around the Mediterranean. Place, yes. yes, so it is a fantastic area to cruise and you get a lot of time ashore rather than just a lot of time at sea. So there you go, some really different ways to go cruising. Yes. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll be back talking travel next Friday after the one o'clock news on two and URFM one oh three point seven.